You're listening to Huddle Up, a football podcast. Corey takes over the huddle and brings you what's been on his mind. Follow Corey on Twitter at WilkieWonkaFF. Welcome to the huddle. I'm Corey. I'm riding solo today. Normally, you can catch me with Tony on Thursdays. You can follow him on Twitter at Commissioner Mister. On Thursdays, I do my bets of the week. If you happen to be watching this on YouTube, uh, there should be a link below for my Week 15 bets of the week. Maybe you can make some money. Maybe not. Hopefully, you can. Uh, but today, I'm doing something a little bit different. I've got a fetish with uh, charts, graphs, and tournament brackets. And sometimes I get a little bit freaky. I uh, put all my favorite Kanye West songs into a bracket and figure out which one's my favorite. But today, today I've got a quarterback tiers list. And people do this all the time. And you, in your top tiers, you're elite. Your second tiers, you're almost elite. Third tier, average, and so on and so forth. Mine's a little bit different. My tiers are based off what kind of contract I'd give a quarterback if I had to re-sign them today. Not when their contract's up, not at the end of the season, today. So it's a hypothetical situation. I'm playing GM. And there's somebody I want to talk about today, but we'll get to that here in a little bit. And kind of the, the point of all this is I'm a strong believer that you do not need an elite quarterback to win a Super Bowl. If you have an elite quarterback, you hit the lottery. The Colts did it twice, Peyton Manning and Andrew Luck. It's never going to happen again for the Colts, I can promise you that. But there's been plenty of quarterbacks who've won the Super Bowl that aren't elite. Most recently, Peyton Manning in the uh, twilight of his career, Nick Foles. So when you're paying these guys, are you just paying a bunch of money to keep them around, or are they actually the future of your franchise and worth the money? But you've got to be careful because if you make the wrong decision, you're going to hurt your team one way or the other. So we'll get into this a little bit. I'll break down my system. I I got a total of six tiers here, I guess. Most of the focus is going to be on the top four. These are going to be the talking points. Um, Real quick, tier one. I'm paying these guys a lot of money for four plus years. So $35 million plus. Um, if you're paying this guy, he's going to probably be the highest paid quarterback in the league. And then it just keeps going up from there. Happens all the time. Um, a couple guys who have contracts like this are Russell Wilson and Jared Goff. Um, Russell Wilson, uh, the highest paid quarterback in the league right now. So these tier one guys, what qualifies them for a tier one, in my opinion, is you, this quarterback has to have enough talent to carry the team and compensate for the lack of salary that's going to be spent elsewhere. And you also believe this guy's going to contribute for the foreseeable future. So he should have plenty of time left. He's elite. He can make plays. He can win you football games. But when you pay this guy, there's going to be money. All that, that, all that salary cap he's going to take up, you can't spend it elsewhere. So your, team's not, your team around him is not going to be that great. And that's, how, that's what we've been saying with Russell Wilson for a long time. He carries that team. And I don't want to reveal my whole list today, but I do have Russell Wilson in this tier. I believe he's the best quarterback in the league right now, and he deserves every penny he's getting paid. Tier two, I'm paying these guys the same amount of money, but only for like two years. So these guys have the talent to carry my team. 
I, w- I won't have that money to spend elsewhere, but I'm fine with that. But I'm not sure how far into the future they can contribute. So are they getting older? Am I afraid this guy's just playing out of his mind right now? Maybe it's just lightning in a bottle. Will he, you know, is is his skill level going to be able to carry through the next few years? Um, so I do. So a couple guys with these contracts right now, uh, Ben Roethlisberger and Aaron Rodgers. And I have Aaron Rodgers in this tier on my list. He's not playing as much of, you know, he's not as elite as he used to be. But his team is winning football games right now. And he's not turning the ball over. He's scoring for him. So I, I would pay him. I would keep him paid. Tier three, I'm going to pay these guys a mid-level contract for four years, four plus years. So I know I'm going to get out of these guys. I believe in them to be my franchise quarterback. And I know what I'm going to get from them for a long time. I, I know what they are. Um, but the advantage to this is I have the money to spend elsewhere to build a contender. These guys are going to need help. They're not going to be able to go out and do it on their own. Maybe every now and then they're going to make that amazing play, but most of the time they're going to need a team around them. Some guys with contracts like this in the NFL are Derek Carr and Nick Foles. People I have in my tier list, Kirk Cousins and Matt Stafford. These guys are pretty consistent. You know what you're going to get out of them every year. But they're definitely not elite. Tier 4, paying these guys the same amount of money. Mid-level, 20, 25, basically under $30 million a year for two years. Two guys in the NFL with contracts like this are Drew Brees and Jacoby Brissett. Which I think at the time Drew Brees might have been one of the higher paid quarterbacks in the league. But now it's looking like a bargain compared to everybody else. And then the Colts pay uh, Jacoby. The Colts have one of the best GMs in the league. He's not going to overpay for anybody just because you have a name or you made a Pro Bowl. If he doesn't think you're going to contribute to the team, he's not going to pay you a ton of money. So I think Jacoby Brissett's contract is perfect. And these guys, like I said, they don't have enough talent to carry the team. But you know what you're going to get. But the difference between these guys and the Tier 3 guys is you know these guys aren't your future. It gives you time to find a franchise quarterback. You're basically just buying time with these guys. Uh, Quarterbacks I have in this tier are Derek Carr and Jacoby Brissett. So Derek Carr is getting paid in the NFL a Tier 3 contract, but I would only pay him a Tier 4 contract. I don't want him around very long. Now I've got Tier 5. These are journeyman guys. So they're veterans. I only want to keep them around a year. Um, maybe I think my team can win, but I'm trying, I'm trying to find somebody else. There's no doubt in my mind. Nick Foles I have here. So Nick Foles gets paid a tier three contract, but I think he's just a journeyman guy. So it tells you what I think about him. Uh, tier six guys, I wouldn't pay these guys a dollar. (laughs) I'm not going to name anybody off here. I don't want to lose anybody this early. And then I've got an unranked tier. These are just guys on rookie contracts. We have no idea what they are. Kyle Allen, Dwayne Haskins, so on and so forth. So hopefully you get a pretty good idea. Tier 1, a lot of money, long time. Tier 2, a lot of money, short time. Tier 3, mid-level money for a long time. Tier 4, mid-level money for a couple years. So today I want to talk about Dak Prescott. 
Every week we're talking about Dak Prescott. We're deciphering what Jerry Jones has to say. Is he paying him? Is he not? Is he firing Garrett? Every week, it's a headline somewhere. And what I did here is earlier today, I put out a uh, a poll on Twitter. First poll I ever done. 180 votes seems pretty good to me, but supposedly it's not that crazy. But 100 people voted on this. And they didn't know it when they voted, but they put Dak Prescott in a tier. So I have 180 people's opinion on what tier Dak Prescott should be in. And that's what I've got, tiers one through four. But I didn't put tiers, I just put the amount of money. So some interesting results. Here's what we got. 30% voted for tier one. 17% voted for tier two. So short term, a lot of money. 38% voted for tier three, mid-level money for a long time. And 16% voted for tier four. So the consensus is we know what we're going to get out of Dak Prescott. We're fine with paying him for a long time. There's not a whole lot of question marks. He's really consistent. 66% career completion percentage. He doesn't turn the ball over, and he's good for 20-plus passing touchdowns a year. You know what you're going to get. So the winning tier here was Tier 3. So this is odd because Tier 3 got 38%, and then Tier 1 got 30%. So those are your top two. And I know Dak's been vouching for a top-level contract. But the the highest vote here is for Tier 3, so these people don't think you should be paid that much money. And I did get some comments on here. And a lot of the arguments for Tier 1 is, hey, this guy deserves it. He was a third-round pick. What'd this one guy call him? He got paid peanuts. Which he pretty much did. Third-round pick doesn't get paid doo-doo. He's been the starting quarterback for America's team. Hey, he deserves some money. I get it. I absolutely get that. If you're going to contribute that much, you should be paid for it. Another argument is just that he is a franchise quarterback. He deserves it. He's a franchise quarterback. He deserves all the money. Give him all the money. Another argument you might make is he's a playmaker with his feet, kind of like a Deshaun Watson or... Lamar Jackson, he can move around the pocket and make plays. But does he do it enough? They're 6-7 and right now. Doesn't seem like he can carry this team. They haven't beat a team with a winning record this year. When you think about it, do you really think the other teams planning on how they're going to stop Dak Prescott? Or do you think they're more, more worried about Ezekiel Elliott or Amari Cooper? I get it. He deserves the money, but he's not worth the money. If you pay him that money, that's... Say, let's say you give him the $35 million over $25 million. That's $10 million you could use to re-sign Amari Cooper or Leighton Vander Esch. 
But no, we want to keep Dak around, so we're going to lose one of those guys. So now you've just weakened your team. You've got a good quarterback, not a great quarterback. How are you supposed to go win a Super Bowl? And I get it. There's more arguments to be made. But this is just what I think. I think if you're the Dallas Cowboys and you pay them all that money, you're making a huge mistake. A huge mistake. My message to the to the Dallas Cowboys and Jerry Jones, do not make him the highest paid quarterback in the NFL. The best NFL GMs, they can convince their stars to take less money. Tom Brady. I I don't ever remember him being the top paid quarterback in the NFL. They convince him to take less money all the time, but he's the GOAT. Shoot, he should be getting paid $40 million a year just for being the GOAT. That's basically what we're saying with Dak Prescott. He deserves it. Well, shoot, let's pay Tom Brady $40 million, four years. Drew Brees, he just took a light contract. They're still a badass football team. That's the difference between a good GM and a bad GM. The Browns, let's bring in Odell Beckham. <laughs> You're just paying a dude a lot of money because he's a good football player. But does he fit with your team? Does he make your team better? If I'm if I'm Dak Prescott's GM and he won't sign, I'll, so I don't know if I said it yet, I've got Dak Prescott in Tier 3. I would sign him for a long time. I wouldn't pay him a lot of money, though. So if I'm his GM and he won't sign for less than what he's wanting, if he's dem- sitting there demanding that top-tier contract, I'm letting him walk. I'm fine with that. Let him let another team jam him into a new offense, and then you can look brilliant while he struggles there. And don't forget, you're about to do the same thing because – I think we're all pretty sure Jason Garrett's done, so you're about to jam him into a new offense too. What if it doesn't work out? What if it turns into an absolute dumpster fire? You pay him all that money, some other coach comes in and just ruins him. That would suck. You don't need Dak Prescott to win a Super Bowl, but if you've got him, you're going to need a really good team around him to make it happen. So the point of all this is just because the guy's your franchise quarterback doesn't mean you've got to pay him like the best quarterback in the league. At that point, you're reaching for straws. You just want to keep him around. But that's not what a good businessman does. Make the decision that's best for your organization. Don't make an emotional one. If you've got to move on from Dak Prescott, Now's the time, really, if you're firing Jason Garrett. Bring in a new coach, a new quarterback. But if you can get him for cheap, keep him around. I think I think this – we talk about it every year. But the, the Cowboys are a good football team, but they're just not executing right now. I think it is coaching. Get Dak Prescott with the right coach. I definitely think you can make it work. But I'm telling you, if you pay him all that money, 
you're just making your team worse because he cannot compensate for the talent you lose when you spend that extra $10 million on the quarterback position. Dak Prescott just can't do it. That's really all I've got today. I hope you enjoyed it. I kind of would like to make a series out of this, so if there's any quarterbacks you're curious about, it, may, it could be your quarterback. It could be maybe somebody's playing out of their mind right now and you're just curious where I have them on my list. Um, just send me tweets or comments. Uh, if you're on YouTube, hit the comment box. Go watch my bets of the week. Listen to the podcast on Thursdays. Shoot, go to the poll on Twitter. Tell me what you think, at WilkieWonkaFF. And uh, I'll just talk to you guys later. Uh, thank you.